This episode was recorded on the day the Black Panther actor Chadwick Bosman passed away. May his soul rest in peace. If you're going through a difficult time, uh, please, I want to send you love and light. And also, don't forget to always celebrate life. Enjoy. Hi everyone, um, welcome back to TGO Podcast. Um, today I have a very special guest, Jason Crow. But you know, before we meet him, it's been a it's been a crazy day today, actually. Um, uh, someone, I don't know, just woke up and I found out someone had passed on. Um, Chadwick uh, Bosman. I don't know if you know him, but I just um, it really hit me hard. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it, but. It just something that really hit me really hard and it was it just became like a really depressing day but I'm really glad you're here and well, like you know you picked up your arrival has made me you know cheer up a little bit and also you're my first male guest so welcome to TGO podcast hi Jason hello guys I'm glad I've helped <laughs> your day up a bit yeah that's for good real. yeah it's bad news about um yeah. What's happened with everything? Such a strong guy though, to be carrying on doing what he was I know, doing. Right? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's crazy. Like he found out like what he he was diagnosed in twenty sixteen and like twenty twenty, that's four years. Yeah. So he must have created some loads of movies during that time and honestly he didn't show anything. Apart from that one video when he released like uh, I think he was I can't remember what he was talking about, but he looked really ill. Yeah. But then I literally I just thought oh, he's probably just doing that for a movie role, so it's, it's nothing. But it goes to show like you never know like what someone's going through. No, you can never know. You can never know what anyone's going through. Mm. Yeah. And it always brings you back to thinking, well, when you're like upset with someone or someone has barged you in the street, mm. you think to yourself instantly you get upset, but you think, no, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know if how the day's been. Yeah. Don't know what they've been through, so maybe I can calm myself down a bit because I know what I've done. You know, I'm just gonna take that as a lesson to myself and not react to little things, especially when I'm on the road and someone burgers me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to take it too personally, I just like, ah, it's all right, it's okay, never mind. <laughs> but usually, I'm just like, what? Why would you do that? Like, what? Yeah. So yeah, you never know what that person's probably. They're not even probably thinking about you. They just they didn't mean it yeah yeah exactly but yeah thank you so much for joining me um this you're like i mentioned you're the first male guest on this i feel privileged uh, yes you should be <laughs> you should <laughs> i mean do you want to introduce yourself for those that don't know you um obviously your name jason crow um i want to know about the meridian movement tell me Okay, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm Jason Crowell, and um, I founded a company called Meridian Movement, which is based on Chinese medicine. Mm. And it's a mixture of mobility and personal training and rehab and everything like that, just to get people better. And I want to keep it affordable, holistic treatment for yeah. anyone that needs it. Okay, school. So, where, when did you start, like? Where did that, I don't know, what kind of influenced you to get that or like made you think about start that movement? Um, I don't know, there's a lot of things I think that amalgamated to me doing this. So first of all, I was a personal trainer and um, I went to go see an acupuncturist because of, I couldn't lift any weights and everyone else had told me, you're going to have to stop your job. So physios, doctors, yeah. and stuff like that, said, you're going to have to stop your job. And my mum was telling me, Go and see my acupuncturist. I was like, I don't believe in that. I'm yeah. not gonna go. I'm not gonna go and see it. See him, and she booked me an appointment. And within one session, he had literally cured my problem, wow. which was amazing. And when I spoke to him about six years later, yeah. he actually said to me, "The needles that I put in your arm yeah. don't have a problem. The needle that I put in your leg cured the problem." Mm. And he told me because I can understand it. Then, yeah, which was amazing. But it's a mixture of that. Um, my sister was like very ill from cancer oh. um, she still has uh, the drug basically paralyzed her so and she she's had still to, with us 
she's still with us. Okay, and she just had to learn to walk and talk and everything again. Mm. And so I wanted to study more to see if I could help her more. Mm. And just things like when, so she was very lucky because my mom could be with her on the ward all the time. Yeah. And help her out. Mm. Where there were other kids that didn't have that kind of help because their parents couldn't be next to them. And they didn't survive. So if I can make affordable treatment for people. Yeah and help along with that, I think that will be a lot better. At the moment, I'm at that stage. I'm at a stage where I'm struggling, trying to make my business work. Yeah. But I want it to be... How old is the business now? Um, it's about a year, year and a... Okay, yeah, so it's fairly young. It's, yeah, it's very young, yeah. including with a lockdown and everything. It's, it hasn't really kicked off. It was just started and then it's yeah. gone back down. But what I want is for it to be self-sustainable. So it's not going to be a charity, but it's going to be self-sustainable and then I can pick and choose who I want want to help out and give free treatments free and stuff treatment, like that yeah. while I'm still able to live and look after myself. Yeah. And also I think earning money is important because that's actually how the most powerful people in the world are people that don't have to worry about money. True. And but I mean, to get there, you have to at least start something first. Yeah, exactly. To get there, you have to start something first and if I want to be powerful, work and help people. Yeah. So. Okay. That's really amazing. I mean, you. sorry, you mentioned that your sister she's fairly young. How old? How old is she? She's not young anymore. She's thirty now. But okay. when she got the cancer, she was seventeen. Oh wow! And then basically, really it's, affected, it's affecting her now. Yeah, so she was really young. We had like she had her eighteenth birthday in the hospital. Um, we had Christmases in the hospital. Mm. All the family a lot closer. But what happened was. Um, they gave, they didn't flush the chemo treatment out of her body. Okay. And then she was at home one day. I was actually snowboarding in uh, my often. And when you found out? Yeah, when I found oh, out. Wow. Actually, how I found out is I had a dream. This is going to sound esoteric, but I had a dream mm -hmm. about her. And I said, Oh, how are you doing, Shara? This is on your like skiing trip. Skiing trip. Yeah. So I was sleeping in the hotel or the apartment and I had a dream. Mm. And I was like, How are you doing, Shara? She said, Not too good. And I just woke up in a cold sweat. And my phone wasn't working, so I went yeah. to my friend's room and I said, I need to use your phone to yeah. bring home. And they were like, no, no, don't worry. I was like, I need to bring home now. And when I rang home, my mum answered, because I rang my sister. Yeah. And she was like, Charlotte can't speak right now. Her body's failing, so she can't talk. She can't oh walk or anything. We called the... Because she was actually beating the cancer. And how old we, were you... Sorry, if you don't mind me asking. How old were you then? Um, so I would have been... 23 then? Something along that is quite young as well. Like that's like really shocking. Yeah, it was really shocking, and I tried to get home earlier, but I couldn't. And when I got home, she's in the hospital, so she couldn't talk when I when I saw her again. Mm. Um, she and she couldn't eat either, so she had a pipe feeding her as well. And yeah. they said she wouldn't walk again, but she um she basically said, "I'm not going to be in a wheelchair," so taught herself to walk again. But she can't run, so she still has mobility mm. problems which are probably neurological but she talks normal yeah now. she can talk normal now okay. she's got a bit of a deeper voice now which is uh, <laughs> which is she's pretty a lady cool, she I does think. lady things <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's that's amazing like, like to bounce back I mean I've only experienced um, something similar it's like someone had a stroke and yeah. seeing them from like the person they were before like a really strong woman loud you know energetic and then from that to literally not being able to speak not being able to lift up anything they're always needing help and i could see the frustration in their face like mm. oh i want to be able to do that like, like they're always like getting really angry the fact that they can't help themselves but at the same yeah. time like they need help so i can imagine like going through that and coming out the other end and yeah, I think going through it and coming out of the other end is easier than going through it. So like when you have a stroke mm. and there is nowhere to go mm. and your body almost becomes your, your prison, your personal hell. And I think mm. that is... And if you can get through that and be positive, you're a very strong person. Mm. I think I think we all need to be... Every now and then take a moment to be appreciative of what you have and mm. especially our bodies and life in general, to be fair. Like you never know when this could be the end for you or yeah exactly you could yeah one day using your body and tomorrow's just yeah you can't use your body and you're just looking at it but you can't use anything that you have so yeah 
it's good to be appreciative. I try and um, in basically enjoy life as much as I can because I don't know when it's going to end. Mm. But secondly, when something bad is happening to me and I'm getting down, I actually think to myself, oh, it's not that bad mm. because of someone else is going through something worse. It's relative to mm. what I've experienced. So yeah. something bad's happening, it's hitting me hard and I'm still going to have my feelings because it's very relative to what you experience in your own life. Yeah. But what what happens is I can look at someone who's had a, a heart, something that's harder that's happened to them. Yeah. And even though I don't know how that feels, I look at, I look at that and think they've got through that. So mm. there's no reason why. Why you can't get I can't through what get you're through. going through. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason why. So I just think of it that way and just to keep fair, on trying that's, to push. That's actually a great way to live life. Like, Mm. not letting things get to you because at the end of the day it's like it's gonna pass anyway like it's just yeah. it's just a unless of course it's something that's gonna have like an impact for the rest of your life but if it's just a problem just going through for like a week you shouldn't let that dictate the rest of your life and yeah exactly see i mean how have you been coping like obviously lockdown you had just started your business hopefully mm. you still had something on the side or had some savings how did you so how did so you manage at first, I was like, "Oh, you know what? This isn't going to last for long." Mm. It's, uh, I this think is that's just everyone. A fad. This is yeah. ah, just one month. We'll yeah, have... just one month, yeah. maybe a week. Mm. Everyone will come to their senses. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy it. It's going to be like a holiday. holiday. <laughs> and then a month comes. I'm like, "Hold on a minute. I'm, I'm cutting into my savings here. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can uh, survive much longer and stuff." Yeah. And then it got to two months and. No signs of a gym's opening or because I'm going to start looking for a job. But yeah, you are self-employed, right? You're yeah, I'm personal trainer. Yeah. Personal trainer, self-employed. Both of these. I'm going to start looking for a job. I can get a driving job easily. I'm overqualified for a driving job. Mm. And then I start looking at the job applications, and there's like ten thousand people applying for this. Oh, like you mean like Uber? Uh, like delivery driving. Deli- oh, like delivery. Working for Waitrose or any okay. delivery oh, yeah, job. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's 10,000 people in it, and on the application, they're asking for experience. So all of a sudden, I thought to myself, you know what? My eight years of experience of personal training and being an acupuncture oh. doesn't cut it for driving. Yeah. What am I going to do? I was like, I can't get a job. <laughs> and oh. then, um, luckily, there's a clinic that I'm working at now that mm. they uh, were employing people from the 4th of July, or just before that, okay. because they're gonna they're reopening on 4th of July, so it was yeah. a week before. Still self-employed, but um, when I went for the interview, and I thought they were talking a lot of uh, gas, because yeah. they are saying, we're gonna be packed, we're gonna get all these people in, mm. and I thought, no way, no way, because of every other, every, everyone else will be dead. Mm. And everyone else is dead, but these guys have kept true to their word, and they are busy, my days are packed, so I don't have a problem now, but I did. Before, um, before July yeah before July and my PT and business that side of it is still completely dead oh, wow. so I'm lucky that I have my like you've managed to find something to fall back on yeah exactly oh, that's amazing the, uh, rehab acupuncture skills so I'm very lucky that I've been able to fall back on that but, do you um, have any safe friends that completely didn't it didn't turn out the way it did for you yeah I've got a friend um, Alex he's mm-hmm. a conspiracy theorist and everything as well Oh, conspiracy. Yeah. So Lovely. Go he's, on. he's turning against this whole saying COVID doesn't exist, stuff uh-huh. like that. Which is turning against him because he's lost clients. Mm. He hasn't hustled to get any more. Mm. And now he's, he's, I don't know, he's got, he's just relying on money from the government. So he can't. Even, if, even when you're self employed, you get like, um, do you fall under the furlough scheme or? You don't fall under the furlough scheme. So I was a unique case where self-employed didn't really, um, so you was getting a grant and stuff as being self-employed. Okay. Or you could apply and they said that you'd get a certain percentage of your taxes. A lot of self-employed people um, haven't even got that. Mm. And they were just, they're just relying on universal credits. Okay. Um, for me, I didn't even fall under, so when everyone was saying we're going to do this for self-employed people, the five percent that there's five percent that it won't fall under it won't work for and that was me because if i was a student and then just started my business yeah so i didn't have so i didn't have my tax credit mm-hmm. to basically claim because of, i just stopped being a student a year ago just under a year ago yeah so i didn't have to claim any taxes or anything so i couldn't claim anything so i literally had 
my money was completely cut off. One of the so same you places. were literally living on your savings? Living on my savings, yeah. Oh, to the point where when um, we just started working and got paid again, in my account was like £5. That was it. So well, this is to... coming towards Ju July. This is coming oh. towards July and everything. In my account was £5. But then, because I could start treating at the clinic, because they haven't paid me yet, I could start mm -hmm. doing private treatments everywhere as well. Yeah. And so what's kept me afloat is going around doing private tre treatments and stuff and then my clinic should pay me soon. So it's a big worry because of... It is, of, I mean... Like, my money's just completely running out now. So I didn't have loads of savings because I was a student. Yeah. But my business started doing really well and so I could save from that. Mm. But then what happened was because of lockdown and everything, everything just was cut off. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, there are some PTs that are training in the park and stuff. Um, or, train, or training other people in the park. Or training other people in the yeah. park, so that helped him. My um, friend Kevin Lee was hustling. And in he's the park. In the park, yeah. <laughs> and actually, he started making money from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he still doing the park, or is he um, now, now back to the gym? I don't think they're, they're doing any one on ones on gyms now, are they? No, you're not doing. You can do one on ones in the gyms, but it's at a distance and stuff. But the thing is now, I mean, the weather's turned bad again, but when the weather was good and you're working in the park, there's no. There's no overheads yeah where when you're in the gym yeah you have to pay that rent so you actually end mm. up earning more money working outside, outside. outside in the park I if you like, perform clientele for it i feel like people should try and cut out well obviously not cut out the middleman because obviously the middleman has some set, set clients they have classes where you meet more people i feel like you know it pushes you into establishing something of your own rather than yeah. always having to rely on like a and establish and establish the establishment. Fall, yeah to fall back on i think the um so the thing is is if you work for a fitness first or something yeah you don't want that to rely to fall back on but the uh, gym we work at it's more they provide the facilities mm. for us to train our clients there mm. so if you don't have any good marketing skills or advertising outside of the gym mm. you're not going to earn any money where i've learned i've had to learn how to market and build my own website. How have you been marketing? Uh, so I, think, I feel like I need to learn so marketing. From working from this new clinic, yeah, they have taught me. This is really why I wanted to work there. I needed more money, but I really want to work there to because if they're busy in these times, yeah, then I know how to market. And what they do is something called a customer journey, actually. Yeah. So what they do is they, which I actually knew before I started there, but I didn't ever see anyone using it. Mm. They get someone in from Groupon, Treatwell, something like that. Oh. Very cheap treatments. Mm. So it'll be £29 for two acupuncture sessions or £29 for a deep tissue massage. Okay. And the reason why you do a deep tissue massage as well is because of, that's more popular than acupuncture. Mm -hmm. But you can still clinically diagnose someone when they come in. You go, you're coming in for a consultation. I'm going to do this and that. Oh. And so, yeah, so doing more than, yeah. Doing I get more it. than, well, you mentioned when they come in. And then the boss of this clinic says, you don't want to hit them. So they charge £89 for half hour, which is like really expensive. Yeah. And he says, you don't want to hit them with the full price. You want to build up a rapport. Mm. So then if you if they come in for, it's not if they're coming for acupuncture. If they come in for a deep tissue massage, you go, hey, look, you've got these problems. Guess what? Acupuncture is really great for this. Mm. Um, we're doing a great deal for our new customers where it's £29 mm. for two half hour sessions of acupuncture. And they're going to say yes because it's so cheap. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I've got these problems. Let's, let me see if it can help. Yeah. And then from there, you've built this rapport and then you can communicate with them and say, okay, this is the amount of sessions you need. Yeah. So it's not just the marketing of getting the people in, which they do, it's the whole journey, mm. which is amazing. So one of the main things I would do is, because um, I take the pulse so I can feel what's going on. Mm. And a lot of women suffer from period pain. And I'll say... Very true. Yeah. I'm one of those women. I can women. literally get it ready for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk after. <laughs> a lot of them suffer from it. And most women say, oh yeah, but I've had it from a teenager. That's what it's meant to be like. My first reply is, it's never meant to be like that. Every woman is meant to have I mean, that's what we're taught to period. believe. Like, everyone goes yeah, through the same thing. It so. upsets me so much that, that in Western society that women are taught to believe that yeah, having a painful period is what it's meant to be like. Having menopause and having all the hot flush symptoms and all that is what it's meant to be like. It's not. It's literally meant to be symptom free. Mm. So I'll say, yes, yeah, so I can give you some treatments 
and it will go and they go oh well I'll keep on having to come and see I'm like no mm. you'll see me for a certain amount of time and then that's it never again mm. and so and then they'll be like okay great and then that's how I've got them as a customer because I'll educate them on what yeah. they need and then they'll have and then I'll build more of a rapport within those two sessions mm. and they're like okay yeah I'm happy that's even actually a nice way of building that credibility like, yeah it's brilliant especially it's, most people it's just like it comes across like a scam because they just want you to continuously come back to them yeah. so you can pay the money rather than them teaching you maybe stay away from this or try to yeah, do exactly. that do these exercises so that's exactly. a really um, great thing that you do I think if you um, just concentrate on the treatment mm. and the patient and your clinical skills and improving that money is a byproduct mm. if you're just good at what you do and you concentrate on that if you concentrate on the sales then you're never going to get anywhere mm. but for marketing wise yeah going through that scheme of group and stuff mobile's going to start doing adverts on instagram with the mm. same kind of deal that's just to get people in through the door sure, yeah. and then they can see what kind of person i am and how it happens and to do that you have to build a rapport so you have to do those three steps mm. and then it's up to my own patient whether they want to have it or not if they say no i don't believe it i'm like it's no skin off my nose yeah if you don't want to have help with that or you yeah. think there's a better way you can do that oh that's cool yeah yeah but everyone should reach out to um on instagram it's meridian movement without an e is that yeah. realized is there like a, a story behind that because i was trying to try it it's like, i only hmm. realized it about three months ago oh, someone put it out some dyslexic and then when i tried to and then when i tried to type it with you yeah they're like yeah it's taken i was like no can you work can you not change that i can't change it because once of, it's done it's done it's done because someone else has taken the other name and oh damn it I've, and then um, i was considering changing all my internet and everything without the e mm. like, but I'm, I'm not going to do that i'm going to I thought you're trying. You actually, I actually did not think of like spelling error because it's the last thing I'd think. You know, yeah. I was just thinking. You know what? He was trying to be different, trying to be different without the e. Yeah, movement. Yeah. Someone <laughs> said to me, "Did you mean that? I went, mean what?" And they're like, "That's a that's a spelling error." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then I was thinking, maybe I've done that mistake. I think you in should everything. You should um, just stop mentioning the mistake it's just yeah that's what you meant that's what i meant yeah it wasn't a, it wasn't a mistake people no it's really moving about e yeah because of it's a new movement yes, it is a new movement <laughs> hey that's the one <laughs> <laughs> anyway now so how are you getting on now like obviously with their new job clients how yeah you, so yeah things are now, going yeah now that we're allowed to like at least mingle with each other a little bit you know more clients people coming through the door yeah things are going really well so yeah the um the new job i'm really busy mm. with people i work with i don't necessarily agree with all the time um, well tell me about that how do you deal with like working with people that you don't agree with uh at first i wanted to punch them in the face and <laughs> i had to hold myself back <laughs> but violence is not acceptable <laughs> around here but anyway go on but after i started trading and stuff yeah. i could i could actually deal with them it's more manageable and it's not that um i realize it's just different points of view and stuff when mm. talking to a lot of them it's a very young team that you know the youngest there is 21 mm. and well the oldest is in the 40s but most of them are between 21 and 26 they it's a very young team like you're giving your age away how old are you me mm. just above 26 i'm 26 and a half guys <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough <laughs> i won't push you on it <laughs> but yeah it's um yeah go on it's a yeah so so it's a very young team and they and it's their first job mm. so a lot of the stuff that they're doing they think they think is normal because of the, the boss isn't young the boss is old yeah and certain things we're all self-employed and certain things like cleaning the clinic room and stuff like that should be done yeah mm -hmm. like you get there half hour early make sure your clinic room's clean mm -hmm. but other things like deep cleaning the clinic you need to pay someone else to come and do that because that's a different kind of that's a that's a job yeah uh cleaning the 
bathrooms and the and the toilets. Mm-hmm. Someone said to me, "Oh, you don't? You, do you think you're too good to clean the bathrooms and the toilet?" And I was like, "I'm not too good to clean the bathrooms and the toilet, but I'm too good to not be paid mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you want me to do that, then you need to pay me. And for me to do that, you need to pay me more than what I'm getting paid when I'm earning when I'm doing acupuncture. Yeah, because it's something that I'm not gonna like doing." True. So, it's taken away from your profession, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they expect that, and they expect it to be done for free. I mean, deep mm. cleaning is deep cleaning in that place. They want you to clean the skirting balls, take the chip, put the chairs upside down, especially now. The walls. Yeah. The cleaning should be exceptional. Yeah, it should. Well, that's the thing. So, but hygiene is exceptional. Where we have to wear the masks, we have to wear the. Um, aprons mm-hmm. we spray the bed down and everything like that but i think when it comes to deep cleaning you need to get a company in to do that for, for that mm-hmm. so the deep cleaning you have to get in three hours earlier before your mm-hmm. shift to then so clean. that's what they want you to do yeah yeah so you come in three hours early you have to come in three hours early for a meeting anyway mm-hmm. this is how they sold it to me actually okay like, Mm-hmm. You have to come in. You have Go to come on. in the interview. They're like, you're gonna come in three hours early for a meeting. I was like, what? That's a bit much. But in that meeting, we get to do training. You're gonna professionally like further yourself. Your mind's gonna be expanded because you're gonna learn from physios and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, this is sounding pretty good. Mm. We buy you lunch as well within that meeting. I was like, whoa, I don't mind coming in three hours early. I'm learning. I'm getting <laughs> good food. And yeah, we're going through lunch. stuff. I was like, yeah, this is brilliant. So yeah. I come to this meeting. Um, they do positive and negatives for your day. I was like, oh, this seems quite good. Mm. But then the training's on sales or something like that. It's not actually professionally making you better. Yeah. And the lunch they buy is a £3 Tesco meal deal. Oh. And I was like, hang on a minute. I've, I'm like, like deflated right now. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing I hate like a, a meal deal. That's literally yeah. I despise a meal deal like a pa- with a passion. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what they brought me. And I'm t- this is the first meeting, I'm sitting there and they've poured all the food into the middle, so we're in a circle mm. and everyone's like, feeding time at the zoo mm. and jumping in. And I'm thinking to myself, what have I, I've got another job to go to mm-hmm. because it's COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm here, but I really want to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to walk out right now. And so they kept on doing this every time. Mm. They're like three hours early, and then one time I come and I go three hours early. Oh, we're not going to treat or do any training, which we wasn't really doing anyway. We're going to deep clean. So I was like, mm. hang on a minute. I've come in three hours early to clean. To clean, and on that particular day, my girlfriend had the day off, so mm. I was like sitting next to her. We was chilling. Stay and I was home. like, I've left my lovely girlfriend mm-hmm. to come in three hours early, not to get paid mm-hmm. to deep clean. Mm. This was not told to me in the interview. <laughs> And I didn't clean. They sold just... you the free lunch. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't clean. I just sat there. They were like, Jace, why are you not cleaning? And I was like, go and tell someone. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not doing it. But the good thing is you stayed. And you're still there now. I'm still there now because there's nowhere else, there was nowhere else to go. And actually, the people that work there are very knowledgeable. So mm. I've learned a lot of knowledge. Um, I've learned how to market. And it's paying my bills at the moment. Would you say you've learned from the young team? Have you it's actually that? more from the um, one of the managers that are there. He's like forty-three or forty-four. He's really knowledgeable and he's taught okay. me quite quite a lot. He's like made me think differently. The young team, yeah, they show me um, one or two things, but I haven't. It'd be great to learn from them, but they're really they're not as experienced, and a lot of the stuff that. They do. I'm like, well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do this? Mm. But um, yeah, I haven't really. They've tried to teach me how to be better at um, putting people. We don't say sales in, mm. in the place. We say putting people into care. Mm. So they've taught me. They tried to teach me that. And actually, the person that helped me the most was the guy who was older. He was like, look, you're not like these guys. You're not 21. You're not going to be chatting and everything like that. Yeah. Like they are. You're 34. Do your thing and just. Be good at your job. Yeah. I mean, that's actually what helped me um, get people into care more, rather than mm. doing this whole script, script and everything that you have to do. Yeah, I don't know. It just comes a bit like really robotic, scripted. I just, I, yeah. I don't like anything that just doesn't feel natural. It's just yeah, exactly. Anything outside of that, it's like feels like I'm forcing the that's relationship, exactly what I felt or like I'm forced. I just like 
I meet someone, hey, how are you? From there, they said, like, yeah, we get to know each other. Otherwise, I just feel like, well, hold on, let me get my notes on second. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to ask you a question here. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And some people, in, when I uh, treat them and some patients, I connect with really well. We have a great time within an half hour, laughing, we're joking. Mm. And other patients, I'm silent with because mm. I'm not forcing it anymore. But what they wanted was me to have a great time with everyone. It was mm. a small talk with everyone. Find about their like their whole family and stuff. Well, like, I'll do it with some people if I connect with them. Other people I don't connect with. It's I'll give them still the same treatment, but I haven't. It's not fake. I'm not going to make that fake connection. Yeah. And they'll still be my patients because they're getting the outcome they want. And maybe they prefer it to be that way more. That way, yeah, yeah. But no. I think that's what's probably better for me. Yeah. Rather than in the script. Oh, how are you doing? That's great. It costs this much. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> Fake conversation. Yeah. Acting like you care about that person's, um, you know, problems, but yeah, basically exactly. you don't even care. And when they leave, you're probably talking behind their backs, which is which is yeah, and that's what happens terrible. sometimes. Some people talk like yeah, talk behind the the um, patient's back or whatever. Mm. With my patients, whatever happens there in the room. In the room. Maybe I'll talk about that patient with my girlfriend. I'll say I had this person. Okay. But I won't usually talk about them with another clinician because if they would have seen them, they could mm. put a face to it. I'm like, I don't. What, what I do with my patient in the room is between us. That's it. Yeah. But with all that talent, I don't, I don't see you very active on, say, IG. I'm terrible. Or, I mean, I don't really... I'm, I'm not good with, like, social media as well. So I, I only... When I say IG, it's because I have that. That's, like the main focus yeah. but like you probably are maybe more proactive on other social media apps or I'm not I'm terrible at so now I've just started becoming more active on IG with uh, some posts and then I'm going to do posts to promote um, my business more yeah so I'm going to pay for paid advertising and then why no 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 I feel Don't. like you should grow your audience first organically because okay, yeah. I feel like you have something very special and I only say this because you have treated me and I'm I rarely believe anything mm. so I can testify if you need my <laughs> review I'll give an honest review because you have treated me um, but I would say just try and grow your audience organically you, you know quite a few people yeah. and I'm sure you have treated a lot of people I mean I've heard of your name before yeah. and I'm you know I only, I've only had good things unless of course you're scared of You've done something. Have you done those skeletons in the closet? Yeah, skeletons coming out. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, push, try and push it. Like, it can be a bit daunting, especially if it's not the norm for you. Like, I'm just not used to like pushing something, like yeah. pushing something in someone's face all the time. Yeah, look at my podcast. Look at my podcast. But that's how we. You, you want people to remember you. You want people to, especially if you see someone going through something. It's like, hey, I actually spoke about that on this particular episode. Maybe you should listen to that. So you should, by all means, like you're doing something amazing. You should yeah. try and grow that. And then when you get to a point where you feel like you can't push anymore, then maybe promote it, then you can pay. Yeah. You don't want to promote it and then you get one or two followers. Do you That's get what I mean? That's like a waste of money. Rather promote it. Like, so yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. And then yeah, push, mm. push it that way. Yeah, I think, um, so I think I just need to make more of an effort. Yeah, post some more stuff. Yeah, it's actually not that hard. I don't know why I don't do it as much as I should. I mean, maybe because you're older and that's the type of things you you don't care about. Do you know what I mean? Being 26 and a half, (laughs) I feel like an OG. Mate, you already gave away your age like five minutes ago. (laughs) 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 But we'll go with uh, 26 and a half. Well, we can, you know, being 34, you know. push it as much but some people my age are on it all the time they're they're smashing it so I think I mean what do you have to lose yeah nothing and like from what you're saying like you're not the type of person that you force someone to get buy your product because you you believe in your whatever product you know service that you have so it's either yes or no and you already know the two answers yeah if it's a maybe then when you're ready so Throw some content out there. Like I was just like, oh, 
where is this guy? Like, you should be, I should be seeing your, you know, posts and content every day. Like, I treated this person, I treated this person. Unless, of course, like, business has been silent. But since July, you no, I've must... I've been busy, yeah. Yeah. So I could, yeah, I could actually be like, oh, look what I've done here. I've done this, I've done that. Even, even the customers that you, you know, deal with, like, you shouldn't feel... I know it's like really strange asking for someone for like a review or something, but mm. maybe like you know asking them what do you what do you think of um, service? Is this something you recommend or like is there something you can do better? Yeah. I'm only saying this because obviously like I work in customer success, you know relationships, and usually like that actually pushes. You never know where that conversation is gonna lead or it could be oh I have a friend they have this problem, and oh yeah mm. like you know speak to them. I'll tell them about you. And then you get a phone call and be like, oh, someone, you know, referred me to you. Are you able to help me? So feel free to. I do have a lot of patients that have been saying, I've been telling all of my friends about you. Um, we want, we, where can we, where can they book and stuff like that? Mm. So I actually do have that. But from the new, from the clinic I'm working at at the moment. Yeah. And what I've actually said to them, like, yeah, you can book through the clinic and stuff. That's great. Mm. So I think I need to, for myself. Yeah. have a system where I can be like okay yeah just put a review and also um, here's this referral yeah. thing on my website just refer them and they can come in and then we can see what we can do so I think I need to do something like that the reviews I've actually hidden the review page on my website why? because oh because there's no reviews on it I was meant to be getting reviews from a, from a while ago and I just haven't done it so I need to actually what are start you using for these reviews you need to find like a what I want is video reviews like or people like testimonials yeah, testimonials Ooh. yeah but you need to make sure you're actually maybe filming them yeah so yeah because I asked for a couple to send them in and they never did so maybe if I film them and I can get it because I think if you get a video review it gives it more weight than mm. someone just writing something writing something yeah and then people are like wow you, these people have actually mm. said He's done this yeah, and that. So, so, yeah, yeah. No, that's. But that's what I want to try and um, get. So now, done. now that you're this clinic and you know you're working under someone again, yeah. presumably. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the end goal like? Which... Uh, so they, I think, all of a sudden they're worried about if I was going to leave or not. Okay. And well, that's a good thing to me. Yeah. I see it as a good thing, like when someone's worried. Like yeah, because they've only the actual guy who owns everything he's an acupuncturist himself but most of the people that work there are osteos sport therapists or um, physiotherapists and the actual man the other manager who's been at the company since he started is a osteo yeah so they've only got two acupuncturists working there mm. and um, i think the other guy who's working there is michael he's been working there for 10 well he's been qualified for 10 years been working there for a year so they find it hard to find acupuncturists to stay there mm. I think they're worried about me leaving because they've only got Michael and he runs over time on his appointments and stuff like that and finds it hard to put things in the Western terminology. Mm. And when they employed me, in fact, um, one of the managers was like, yeah, he's a PT, so it's really good because he can relate with the physiotherapist and mm. stuff like that, yeah. as well as do his treatments. Mm. And so I think they're worried about me leaving because of someone else who started has left as well. Yeah. And I'm probably am going to leave at some point because I don't like working for people. That's just yeah. a, it's a fact. I just don't like doing it. Mm. <laughs> um, so we had a meeting with the acupuncturist and it was really educational. But this is the first one we had Yeah. was last week. All the other meetings were like what I told you. And this was the first one. I was like, okay, this is really good. And I think they were doing it because they were like, what did you think, Jace? Was it good? And I think they were doing that because I could see that I wasn't being fed. And yeah. information for me and learning is gold. It's not mm. the money, it's the information and learning. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, I'll work here. And they've done that, but for me, it's like, it's too little too late. Yeah. You're giving me this information now, but I feel like you're doing it for me to stay. And if I Especially keep... Especially with what you said in, in initially, wasting a lot of time coming into three hours before yeah, exactly. cleaning. Exactly. Could have been teaching you stuff. Exactly. And so in my head, I was like, if I'm not getting this too little too late, so if I stay, the longer I stay, mm. the more I'm stuck here. Because the more I'm successful in that company, the more reason I'll have to stay. Mm. And also the, um, like the boss, he can be manipulative. He's like, so you're 34, what do you want? I was like, yeah, I want to have kids. I want this. He went, well, the best way is not to do it alone. 
to be in a family of a company and then you can become a manager in mm. the company but how he speaks to his manager in front of everyone he basically made your manager call himself a dickhead the other day in front of everyone which was like it's not what you do yeah you have a you take the manager to the side and you have a word yeah and i was like i don't want to work in this company and i never want to work for anyone mm. that's the biggest thing i don't think i'm you're made up for that i'm made out for it i've i've spent over eight years working for myself now and i just as soon as i went back there i was like this is hard maybe to, that was the test this year yeah to see if you can work for someone else and I can't. I can't. My, my girlfriend has been telling me for years that I can't work for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, you're wrong. Like, I could easily go and work in the store you work wait, in. Wait, take I feel orders. like you're trying to say that she was right. Was that she what? was, she was. What? She was. She was sli- what? Slightly right. Slightly she was, right. She was slightly right. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll look at it. <laughs> specifically said this little clip to her <laughs> <laughs> crazy but anyway like now um how do you feel like you come into some sort of i feel good now mm. um because of i feel like i've i feel i can learn a lot more there yeah but i feel like i've learned a lot my own my own company's actually it feels like it's starting to take off again and doing well mm. And working there has given me more confidence because I've treated so many more people and I've got so many good reviews. Yeah. So I feel, I feel. Pretty confident. A, yeah, pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when should we expect your company to have a leg of its own and then run off, start um, operating? So I think this time next year it would have been. It's going to be operating in a few months. Okay. But this time next year it would be completely stable i'll be looking to maybe rent a premises for my for my own rooms mm. and maybe employing some other people to to work there as well so make it yeah, more you could, you could employ some interns and maybe teach them yeah i'd love to do I that feel like like you mentioned obviously knowledge is key like learning yeah you can always take that knowledge elsewhere like it doesn't need to be the same field or the same company but you never know when someone's going to need that knowledge, so... Yeah, exactly. So I've got... Um, in fact, I had someone ask me if they could uh, work for me. If I sit in there, like, if I learn this, mm. can I work for you? And I was like, well, yeah, but I need to have a company that's worth you working for first. Because yeah. right now it's just me. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, of course. And if someone does work for me, self-employed, I'm not going to take all their money. Yeah. I'll take less so they can get more mm. and I'll take less so it kind of covers the rent of the business and yeah. everything else I'm not going to take I don't really want to profit off of them I yeah. want my company to profit well mm. but that's not I me mean, personally that's so it can help other people mm. so I'm not going to take I'm not going to be like yeah you can have someone offered me to actually today to go and help them out and work for them yeah. and they were like so what I do is because I do all the advertising and the marketing and stuff which I know what that is and I know yeah. what you have to do mm-hmm. and like, I take you get 30% of what you earn I was like what? well what? I was like so I get 30% and then you keep the rest and they're like yeah yeah I put a smile wait on my how face does that work out? because of they're getting me the clients so they think that my skills are only worth 30% and then what they what they um, everything that they've done is for seventy percent. That's it. That doesn't. No, my my brain literally can't. Add, the math doesn't work. So I know it doesn't. So when they, it means I'd be earning pennies on what I'm doing, but it's because they're getting me clients. How are you even meant to make ends meet with that thirty percent? Like regardless of how much yeah. that is, like. But it did put things in, into perspective because of my company. The minimum you get mm. is thirty eight percent, and then when you start earning more there. Mm then you can get like 55 but you have to that's almost an unattainable goal but you're most likely going to be with 40 to 45 percent but if someone's giving you 30 percent i'll put a smile on my face anyway i was like yeah that sounds like a great idea yeah i'll be in contact with you mm. i was like i'm not going to be in contact with you 30 percent you mm. mad you didn't even try to argue like someone like way? someone like that that's telling you 30 percent is you know what sometimes i feel like from. people try to test you like to yeah. see what your reaction is going to be to like oh let me just throw in like a really low offer 
They come in with like a 90. How about 90? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you're throwing a 30 around. To me, that's crazy. So let me throw a 90% out there. Yeah. Yeah. How about not? How about 100? Yeah. How about no? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, throw them off as well. But I was, I just said, yeah, I've got the number. I Mm. sent them my details. I don't know if I want to speak to them later on. I will, but there's no 30%. I'm not going to do for 30%. And what they were basically, I know this person, and what they were basically trying to do is say, say, we do dry needling, but I've also got acupuncture skills so I can deal with, like, you know, my ABS and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no, you can't. Yeah. Because if you haven't, she hasn't, she hasn't learned the, um, the techniques to deal with, to deal with that. But what they're trying to do is go, well, I can do it, but I'm too busy to. Mm. So I'm going to get you to do it. So acting like they don't really need me. Mm. Well, in mind, I'm like, I know you don't have a Chinese medicine acupuncturist, <laughs> so therefore you can't do it, mm. and you need me. Mm. So and I was like, well, I'm not going to take 30% for that. Don't, don't downplay my skills. Your skill, yeah, I know yeah. what you... You know, she was like, yeah, you know, I can just deal with IBS, and you know, it's not that hard. IBS is one of the hardest things to deal with in acupuncture, actually. Mm. And I was like, you can't... You've got your field. And, and that's great. But mm. then you're trying to tell me you could do what I do as well when I know you can't. So you haven't been through the study even for that. Yeah. But yeah. So she, I think she wants me to work there, but it was trying to not make me feel like I was needed there. No, no, I am. You don't get many acupuncturists around, so. No. I mean, to me, anyway, I don't, I don't have that much knowledge or know that many people that do what you do, so. Yeah, it's very, very few. This very is the, few. I'm the best cheerleader for you. <laughs> <laughs> like only know Jason and Jason yeah that's it <laughs> um, but yeah I'm actually really um, excited for your future I mean so um, yeah. it's always good to start something on your own it's, it's a bit scary to see like like what happened this year trying to go out yeah. your own way and then that happens you're just like what you're back to square one having to look for it is it's very scary I'm very um, I'm not worried about it also, because I do believe in the universe and all of that, mm. I've been doing stuff like writing messages in a book, saying what I want, and I've been doing that mm. for over a year now. And actually, I don't know whether it's because it keeps it to the front of my mind, so mm. I work on it, whatever it is, but I've been getting everything that I write down in that book, I get. It just happens. Would you say it's happening in in, in, this, in the order that you've written it, or is it just like... Because I've done that, it. and it's actually happened in the order that yeah. I've written it. In the order that I write it. What I it's want so strange, right? Most, yeah, it is. And I've been getting it. What I want at, when, at that time at most, and mm-hmm. it happens. And sometimes it just ha- things just fall into place and it happens. Mm. And then sometimes because I've worked at it, but I write in a book, yeah. and it's just been happening. And even to as far as saying, um, thank you for the new and old skills that I learn. Mm. And all of a sudden... So who are you thanking here? Uh, it's just the universe. So okay. it's like just saying thank you to you. It's technically thanking myself because I mm. believe they were all like yeah. as one. So I'm technically thanking myself mm. and everyone else. And I'm like, yeah, thank you for the new and old skills I learned. And then literally three days ago, I was typing on the computer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't have to look at this keyboard anymore. Mm. Like, I haven't even practiced that. That's just happened. Mm. And I was like, that's because I've written a book. And when I said... And I tested it out, so I was like, okay, yeah, thank you for the uh, new patients that I get and the like the sales and stuff I make. Mm. And when I don't write that, I don't get anything. When I write it, I have a really good day. And if I consistently write it, the days get better and better and better. better. Yeah. So yeah. And maybe you can write that. your own happiness in a book. I think that's what's actually happening. I think yeah. I'm asking for things. I ask for it, right, I'm always like, thank you for the health, thank you for my family, thank you for the yeah. love. Um, I'm always, I always say thank you for abundance, because abundance is like, it can be anything, but yeah. something that will make you, you happy. Yeah. And then, other stuff, so I said I wanted a, um, I said I wanted a flat in zone one or two, mm-hmm. and it just you've happened. Got, you've got that. Yeah. That's amazing. I know, so, I mean, that's, that's I'm sceptical, but it What? Works. No. Don't be, don't be skeptical in what's working. Yeah. Like you should believe that. Listen, if it's been working, then it's been working. Like yeah, believe that it's been working. Like it's not 
there's nothing to it. It's just like it's your hard work. Like yeah, you write it down. You're looking at it. You're working hard at it, and you you get you know you rip the results. Yeah, you should uh, really. I read him a book. Um, thank you for a successful advertising campaign. Mm. Social group and everything. For and before I started writing that, I had adverts on Groupon and my and everything for ages. Mm. And so I've had to actually turn clients back because I don't have a room anymore until, mm. well, next week or this week coming. And I went, thank you for the advertising campaign and its success. All of a sudden, I had four people call me up wanting me to book them in for treatments. And I was like, what? I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was live anymore. So, Honestly. But you know what? Yeah, with um, advertising and all that... I think at the moment you need to go where the people are yeah. where are the people people are not really on groupon at the moment okay now they're coming back to the they're groupons back, and the vouchers because yeah. i'm one of those people but we have not been there I know. And honestly i've been now i'm back i'm looking for that massage okay yeah. <laughs> but we've been on the gram we've been on whatever other people facebook whatever that's yeah. where you need to so be that's, and that's to what you need to it be putting your energy energy into you should write that down in your book like thank you for that instagram <laughs> tip <laughs> <Pooling>. <laughs> but yeah um i feel like you should come back and we can have an you know i feel like there's other conversations we can have i want to yeah. get to know you a little bit more just don't want to take too much of your time so yeah thank you so much for your time thanks for joining me today do you have any final words or uh, no, just thank you for. I don't know why my voice just went up then. Uh, mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me and having getting to have this experience and just being able to chat and go through life experiences and stuff. It's been pretty cool. Yeah, man. Anytime. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be um, recorded, of course. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. No. But just, you know, anytime. Hit me yeah, up. Yeah, this was good. By the way, guys, I'm 26 and a half, really. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the twenty-six and a half guy, um, Jason Crow. Um, catch him on Instagram, uh, Meridian Movement. That's move without the e. So Meridian Movement. Um, thank you so much for listening and supporting TGO Podcast. Catch you soon. Bye.